Are you having a tough time balancing your schoolwork, social life, and mental health? Or you just don't know where to start when it comes to seeking help? If that's the case, or you're looking for a safe space on campus, keep on listening, because today we'll be talking to Sara Vatola, who's the ADP peer support at Western. Hello, Sara. Nice Hi. to meet you today. First of all, before we start talking about the Peer Support Center, would you mind us telling us about yourself and your role at the Peer Support Center? Sure. Um, so my name is Sara. I am currently the Associate Vice President of Peer Support for the University Students Council at Western here. Um, my role, I am an AVP that falls under the student support and programming role, and I specifically am kind of in charge in running peer support, which kind of entails um, the peer support center. So I'm in charge of an exec team and volunteers there and help run that. And then I also try and create initiatives that would improve wellness on campus and for undergrad stu students. So um, that's kind of what my role entails. Um, but I guess about myself beyond peer support, um, I'm in fourth year and I'm in psych with a minor in health sci. And I've always really tried to get involved in like the Western community. I've soft for a couple of years. I read soft at MedSid. And the last two years, I've been a faculty soft with the social science soft team. So that's really fun. Um, I've been part of some clubs like the Butterfly Effect. And yeah, I'm just always trying to get involved. So I'm really happy this year to hold a role at the USC. Speaking of that, how did you stumble into the Peer Support Center? And what made you want to get involved in it? Yeah. So I did hear about the Peer Support Center in first year when I was kind of exploring ways to get involved in campus because I was really interested in different leadership positions, especially those that like tailored to wellness for students. I didn't even know what that meant yet in first year, but I was like, this sounds cool. <laughs> um, but I did have a friend who got involved pretty early and always like said such spectacular things about it. So I do regret not like volunteering earlier, getting like involved earlier in my university career, but um. When applications came out last year for my current role, another friend of mine who was involved in the UC um, encouraged me to apply because I had a lot of ideas for like how mental health support specifically could be improved across campus. So I felt like it was an amazing service and that was like the right way to go about my goals. Um, so honestly, it was a lot of friends that got involved that kind of pushed me towards this role. Sounds great. And since then, and even now, now that you're actually in this role, what kind of a difference um, do you see the Peer Support Center making on campus? Oh, so many differences. <laughs> I feel like even with the mere like existence of the Peer Support Center, like it runs with the goals of like prioritizing wellness and like without stigma or judgment and making those conversations and connections to resources a lot easier. Um, so I'm really proud of how like the center creates that place for students to say, hey, I don't know what my next step is, like, please help me with where I should go, or even say, hey, I'm struggling with the situation and I just need to talk to somebody about it. Like, it kind of provides like a plethora of options that you need. So even just the opportunity for someone to go when they don't know where to go um, is like a really good step for students to access resources. Like, we obviously aren't a long-term solution to student support, like if they are struggling. Um, but we're a way to like bridge that gap to accessing resources. So I find that's a really big difference, but also like peer support in general with it being run by students, a lot of us understand like the struggles of university. So we try and really like 
find creative solutions to reach out to students to access wellness. And I hope that it's a lot less intimidating than like accessing other resources. So if someone is scared that maybe they can at least access us. Um, I just hope your sport like pushes a conversation about student wellness and like normalizes that things do get really hard and it's okay to reach out for support. And I think that we're on the way to that. The way I usually describe it to people is that like, it's a starting point when people don't know like where to go because there's usually so many services that are being advertised and it's hard to figure out where to go and which one is appropriate. So is that like a good way to kind of break it down? Yeah, I would say so. Like all the resources in the community are really intimidating. So if you go to peer support and you're like, hey, I'm really struggling with my finances, we'll be like, okay, here's three resources you can reach out to. And if you want to talk to us about it, get something off your chest, we can do that as well. Like, I would say that that's a good way to describe it. It's a good starting point. Mm -hmm. And how can students access the peer support? Where is it located? Do we need like appointments or anything? Great question. Um, so the Peer Support Center is located in the basement of the UCC in room 40. It's kind of like when you go downstairs by the bookstore, you're going to turn towards like the grocery checkout and then turn left down a hallway, but you'll find the room numbers for it. Um, and we're open 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Monday through Friday. No, you don't need an appointment. It's all walk-in. So the center is staffed with at least two volunteers um, for the entire day. And you can just walk in and say that you need to talk to someone or get some resources, or you can walk in and even just study or like play with our fidget toys or grounding materials. Um, no appointment needed. And it's all anonymous. You don't need to put your name anywhere. Um, you can come in and walk out as if you were never there if um, you're worried about safety or anything. That sounds great. And when it comes to actually talking to a volunteer at the Peer Sports Center, um, how would you say that fits in among the different services that are offered on campus and off campus? So let's say where would the peer support center volunteers fit in compared to, you know, getting professional counseling or traditional therapy versus yeah. talking to a peer support center volunteer? Yeah. So all volunteers do have pretty thorough training about like listening skills, how to manage crisis, um, and also like cultural humility. Um, so although they are trained, I would say better than the average student on campus to support others, like it wouldn't be like talking to a friend because volunteers are a bit more educated on resources and maybe how to respond to a situation. Um, it definitely is non-professional support. And that's something we want to make super clear to anyone that comes in is that um, that's kind of why we're not like a permanent resource for someone. Um, and that's why we kind of do referrals is because we can help you in the moment. Um, but we will pass you on even, it doesn't have to be a therapist, but we are not therapists. Um, we're not professional. We're all students just like trying to support the community. So um, I will say a lot of our volunteers are aspiring psychotherapists or social workers or doctors. So um, they are trying really hard to make sure they are making those safe spaces, but it's non-professional. Yeah, there's that like bridging again between the services. Are there any events or any activities that are also hosted by the Peer Support Center? Yes. So we mainly are just open all the time for support, but we do run some things like this year we ran a suicide awareness week in which we were in the UCC atrium, just kind of providing resources, um, normalizing feelings and like trying to create a safe space and like encourage conversations about it, encourage reaching out for help. Um, so that was a good week long event. Um, we've had like a Halloween 
movie night, like to reduce stress. Um, we definitely hold a lot of study sessions. As for stuff that's like coming up, um, I, we are planning a wellness conference on March 28th. Um, and that's kind of a big wellness conference. It's called P Prosper. And the goal of that is to like kind of ride on our theme this year. It's called Connection Through Reflection. And we're hoping that students can come and benefit through um, like different workshops that we're holding. And we're having professionals in the community come and speak and do like a panel. Um, and then we're ending with a fun sex toy bingo. But the whole day is to like encourage conversations about connection through different ways, like whether that be allyship in the queer community or um, connection in a digital age or connection through setting healthy boundaries in your friendship. So stuff like that. Um, so that's like, I would say one of the biggest events that Peer Sport runs every year. It's their wellness conference. So that is coming up, but we will also have like a final study session. Relating to events or even day-to-day -day, um, help provided at the Peer Sport Center, are there any virtual services available as well in addition to the in-person center? Yes, we do have a virtual link. So if you are finding that you need support and aren't on campus or you don't want to walk to campus that day, which I totally understand, I've been there, um, you can just go on our Instagram and find our virtual link. And there's a volunteer on it all the time, like during their shift. So you can talk to someone virtually, um, which makes it a lot more accessible for students. Um, we also try and make all of our events like virtually accessible as well. Like if you can't attend, um, you can at least get the information if you log on to your computer. So um, yeah, we do have a virtual option, which was added during COVID, but we're going to keep it because it's deemed to be very helpful. Yeah, with some of these snowstorms, that is, uh, yeah. is going to be needed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that link is on the Instagram, right? The USC Peer Support? Yeah, it's in, yeah, so the Instagram is USC Peer Support and it's in our link tree. It'll just be the virtual support link. And um, that runs the same time as the hours of the center. So 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. But it's really easy because if you were just like, mm, I need one legal resource and you don't want to walk all the way to the center, you can just mm -hmm. hop on the call and get it and be off in five seconds. So um, definitely recommend trying it out. Sounds like a saver of time, so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> In terms of getting involved as an exec or as a volunteer, um, are applications coming out and where can people find that? Yeah. Um, so right now, um, my role as AVP Peer Support is in transitioning to something called the Peer Support Coordinator. Um, so that is out, I believe, right now. It's going to be closing at the end of March beginning of April-ish. Um, and then as for becoming an exec, which we do have five exec portfolios, which is VP podcast, I'm here with you now, um, VP events, VP remote, VP internal, and VP marketing. So there's the portfolios. Um, those will kind of probably come out in the summer. It really depends who takes over my role and when they want to start their hiring process. Um, but definitely look out for that for the summer because volunteers and execs should be hired before the school year starts so that um, you can kind of kickstart um, any goals that you have and planning um, for the future year. Um, and you would find exec applications on the USC Get Involved page. Um, so you'll find that on the Western USC website. Um, and then as for volunteers, I released that like through the peer support social media accounts. Um, and I believe it was on the get involved page as well. So definitely look, follow our Instagram and look at any openings there and then um, keep your eyes out on the USC get involved page.
And do you have any advice for future applicants or even people that are listening to this and they haven't really thought of applying to the Peer Support Center, but do you have a tidbit and any bit of advice for them that might encourage them to join us at the Peer Support Center? Don't feel ill-equipped. Um, we're all just students and none of us are coming in with like the most amazing experience in the world. So as long as you have the right intentions and you have the passion to help students on campus, um, don't feel like you're falling behind. Like you can absolutely apply with any experience that you have. Um, we just want you to have good intentions. And um, it's not like you're giving advice anyway. So you're just giving support. So um, you're just helping students. So if you want to help students at all, definitely apply because it's a really cool space and it gets you really good experience and helping role. And yeah, I just recommend it all the way around. I love peer support. <laughs> advice don't be scared apply if you want and it's not the biggest time commitment ever so um don't worry about that either if you could describe peer support center with one word what would that be inclusive love that that you were quick with that i usually blank yeah. those questions those are usually blanks for me in interviews I, I, was, I was thinking about it the other day like someone asked me that question recently and i was like we try so hard to like reach different groups on campus. Like every single person in the world needs support. So we really make sure that like the environment in the center is for everyone. It's accessible, it's inclusive and it's supportive. We just want to help everyone, you know? No one's excluded from that, so. Sounds good. That's a great note to end it on, inclusivity. Inclusivity. <laughs> All right, it's been great to have you on the podcast, Sarah. <laughs>